And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. All right, let's go. Are you ready? This is going to be a great episode. This is the fourth episode. Just real quick, don't forget to follow the podcast at Your Legacy Story. Except for on Twitter, which is The Legacy Story. You can also find me at Infinancer, I-N-F-A-N-C-E-R. So give me a quick follow. And you can learn a little bit more outside of what we cover in this podcast. Speaking of this podcast, my name is Adam Zalmini, and this is Legacy Story. Today we're going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. It is almost February, so that means you either are failing or you're gaining momentum with your resolutions. Also, I'm going to talk a little bit about an addiction that I have. Ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create even more legacy stories. So let's get into it. Now, I'm going to be a little vulnerable here, and I'm going to talk to you about an addiction that I have. It's an addiction that not too many people know that I have, and I'm working on it, but at this point, I see no end in sight. That addiction is curled chips. That's right, I am addicted to curled chips. I'm guilty of going into a brand new chip bag and searching out only the curled chips and eating as much as I can because I know that all the curled chips will be eaten if I don't eat them by my three little girls or my wife. I don't know of any chip company that just puts curled chips in their bags. But sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll open up that bag of chips, maybe Ruffles, maybe Lay's, and there will be hardly any curled chips, and I'll be so disappointed. And that's how I know that I have an addiction to curled chips. Now, if any of you guys know of any chip companies that have bags full of just curled chips, reach out to me and let me know. I'll be one happy man. If you want to, if you happen to be the owner or work for a chip company, you just got a great idea. Or if you, the idea is already out there and you want to sponsor us, I'll be more than happy to plug you for a lifetime supply of curled chips. What type of vices do you have out there? I'd like to know. You can reach us at LegacyStoryPodcast at Infinancer.com or hit us up on any social media. I don't know why I say us. This is a one-man show. So I guess I'm including my computer, maybe my microphone, perhaps the help I get from my family occasionally. I wish they'd actually bring me a soda right now. But hey, let's keep it moving. The main topic for today's podcast really is New Year's resolutions and the effect that it can have on your legacy story. Most people, when they do New Year's resolutions, At least most of the people that I know, they're either making their New Year's resolutions on New Year's Eve, maybe after a few cocktails, or New Year's Day when they're hungover, and they'll just write it down or just make a post on social media or possibly put it in their phones as a reminder. That's it. One year to the next in a very short period of time, making a decision on what their New Year's resolutions are going to be. 
And many times, I'm sure you guys have experienced this yourselves, maybe you're still doing it, you actually have the same resolutions year after year after year. Now, a New Year's resolution is really, it's just a goal. It's a goal that you want to accomplish throughout the year. Now, for successful people and people who accomplish their goals, rarely do they do that in a very short time frame. They actually take time to plan these out so they can accomplish their goals. And I have adopted and maybe even created a way to have New Year's resolutions that doesn't just happen moving from New Year's Eve into New Year's Day and then voila, I have a New Year's resolution. What I actually do is I will take the entire month of January. I evaluate. I evaluate my past. I evaluate the present. I figure out where I want to move forward in the future. And what this accomplishes is it forces an intentional thought process. So your New Year's resolution or your goals for the new year can be accomplished by doing some of the very same things that I coach individuals in how to attack debt, for instance. I don't know how many of you have heard of the snowball effect when it comes to debt, but the snowball effect basically is where you take the smallest debts and you pay them off and then you move on to the next one and the next one until you get to the larger debts. But what you're doing is you're taking the payments that you would be paying towards these smaller debts and any extra cash and then you're putting it towards the next one. And the accumulated effect is similar to a snowball rolling down a hill. Your payments towards your debt is getting larger and larger and larger, and you are gaining wins along the way. You are gaining momentum along the way. You may be asking, well, how, how do you connect the snowball effect when paying off debt with goals? I, I don't understand that. Well, let me break it down to you. The first major part is really coming up with a system in which you are looking at the past, the present, and figuring out what you want to do in the future. And you're basically taking inventory of those things, figuring out where your shortcomings were and maybe moving them or rolling them over into the new year where you attack those, figuring out if there are changes that need to be made so you can be that much more effective with your resolutions. And of course, dreaming about where you want to be within the next year. In this case, it would be 11 months because you're taking the whole month of January to plan. Once you've done this, you have a pretty solid foundation of where you want to be in the next year. 11 months, 365 days. Some people may only take a week to do this, but for me, it would be 11 months. And how I connect that snowball effect is by creating goals or resolutions that I know I can accomplish. And I'm putting them at the very beginning of my list. Now, some people might say, oh, why don't you eat the frog? You need to do the toughest things first. For some people, that will work for them. But I have found in both personal life and business life that gaining momentum is very key. So that is why my resolutions or my goals for the year actually will begin with the easiest things that can be accomplished. Because once I accomplish a resolution and then another and another, I am really starting to gain momentum 
that will make me knock down any obstacles that are in my way for the more difficult resolutions. Now this is particularly effective in business because momentum is everything. So I'm finishing up my list. I'm figuring out exactly what I wanna do and I may even get an early start. One of those was to create a Dream 100 list of other podcasts that I might be able to be involved with or interviewed on using my expertise and my past experiences. For those of you not familiar with Dream 100, it's really a system where you are choosing 100 of your dream, in this case podcasts, that you would love to be on. And then you reach out to them or you engage with them on social media or on their Facebook groups or any medium that they use so your name gets out to them. So they're seeing your name constantly. And with determination, presence, a little bit of skill, and a little bit of luck, you'll be able to engage with this list of Dream 100. So it could be, for instance, Dream 100 bloggers or Dream 100 radio personalities. And it doesn't necessarily need to be 100, but the more there are, the better. If you have an extremely niche audience that you're going after, you definitely will not have 100. You may have a dream 20. But the point is to create the list and then be present for the people on that list in all of the different ways that you possibly can. So I've actually done that with podcasts. I'm actually a little bit ahead of the game. I knew that's kind of what I wanted to do. So I have created, I believe, a Dream 75 at this point. It's a Dream 75. Starting tomorrow, I am going to engage and be present with this Dream 75. I truly believe that this will get me out to other audiences and uh, hopefully direct them right back to this podcast. And maybe by the time that you're listening to this, you may have come from my Dream 75 podcasts. Anyways, back to New Year's resolutions. So in summary, I take the month of January. I take inventory of the past, the present, the future. I create a list of New Year's resolutions that I would like to accomplish within the next 11 months because I don't start until February. That list goes from easiest to accomplish to the most difficult to accomplish. And I could be working on many of them simultaneously, but I know that I really want to attack those first ones on the list because this is what is going to give me momentum. And these are both personal and professional resolutions or goals for the year. And the whole idea here is to gain momentum and keep building momentum and more momentum and more momentum so you can crush, in this case, 2021. So I challenge you, the listeners, try this out. Might be a little bit too late this year, or you can always get a late start. You can do this starting today for however long it takes you and implement it. Say, I'm going to start my New Year's resolution starting February 14th, March 1st whenever it is, and know that you are going to accomplish your goals by gaining momentum with each New Year's resolution that you accomplish. But it comes down to action. And if you feel good about the action that you create on the easiest ones, you're gonna feel that much better about the actions that you need to take for the more difficult propositions. But I know that you can do it, and I know that that momentum building throughout the year will result in a great year for you and more than likely a legacy story or two or three. 
Maybe my first one should be finding a chip company that only sells curled chips in their bags. Because if I went into my pantry right now, there's probably two open bags of chips, but there aren't any curled chips because I already ate them also. That is all for today. What I really wanted to do was see where you're at in your New Year's resolutions, get the feedback from you on how you do it, because I'd like to know, and tell you how I typically do my New Year's resolutions, and they almost always start on February 1st. Well, that's all for today's episode of Legacy Story. Thank you for listening. Join me next week when I talk about one legacy story in particular that is currently transforming my life. And maybe I'll dive into your emails and pull out a legacy story or two from you, the listeners. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story, except for that darn Twitter where it is The Legacy Story, and at Infinancer. If you're interested in changing your trajectory in personal finance, you can also book a free discovery session with me at infinancer.com. That's I-N-F-I-N-A-N-C-E-R.com. And remember, as a financial coach, I don't sell anything. I just help you along a proven path to get you where you want to be, wherever you're at in life and hold you accountable towards your goals with financial wellness. Until next time, ciao.